1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is Learn to Kick Fear with love. Take action. Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Learning to Kick Fear to the Curb with Low. I am your host. I'm really excited about this particular interview. I know I say that about uh, pretty much all the interviews because I have awesome, awesome guests. But this particular guest uh, is actually a mentor. He is my first mentor. First mentor I got uh, in the business um, of uh, real estate investing. I started learning from him, and he. Before I bring him on, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Mark Evans Evan D.M. Mark Evans DM, D.M. is a six-time, is a six-time, six-time best-selling author, author full-time world traveler, and full-time virtual real, 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 real estate investor. He is a master, is a master at multiple things of income and is a, long, a, a lifelong, a life-long student, student of marketing. In marketing. As such, he has turned his attention to reaching, reaching out to others to simply live life. On their dreams, and there's so much more that I could share and talk about uh, Mark. About Mark, but without any delay, I want to introduce Mr. Mark and Mr. there.
0: I am here, Lo. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing excellent, man. Thank you so, so, so much uh for taking Absolutely. out the time. You are a very busy man, but I appreciate you taking out the time to kind of talk with me, talk with the audience, um about you, you know, about real estate, about business. Uh,
0: something you know, uh, you
1: know, a lot about. A lot about. Mm-hmm. That's what great. I, no, I
0: appreciate uh, you having me.
1: Oh, sure, absolutely. <laughs> one of the <laughs> one of the very first questions I want to ask you, Mark, is how long have you been an in, entrepreneur? In, in Nor- in so when did you get started?
0: When you get started? Uh, well, when I got started as an entrepreneur, probably like nine years old. Um, you know, shoveling snow, mowing lawns, delivering newspapers, right? So I always felt like I kind of had an entrepreneur spirit. I didn't know what it was called back then, but that's uh, that's where I started off at, <laughs> small town. Awesome. And you're originally from Ohio, is that correct? Is
1: that
0: correct? Yeah, an hour east of Columbus, Ohio. That's correct.
1: Awesome. Now – Talk about, because uh, I know you're currently still traveling, and for those of you that don't know, um, I, well, I've been on email list for about four or five years now, and uh, I, I follow everything that's been that doing, and um, you, you announced like four years, it it's been four years or three years, that you were going to take five years and just travel the world and uh, just mm-hmm. learned to business and, and that's what you've been doing,
0: correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, December 31st, 2005, I ventured off um, to leave for a month. You know, I come from that town of Ohio, and, like, if you leave, you know, how can you travel for a week, let alone any time longer? And I ended up traveling um, for two and a half years straight, took off for a couple years, but in intermediate, I still traveled while I was in Georgia. Uh, we tra- We were gone six, seven months a year during that time. And then Dina and I woke up December first, two thousand ten, uh, to start off on a five-year journey across the world again. That is
1: absolutely fantastic. Um, talk mm-hmm. about how you have learned to master running your business virtually. I know that's something that attracts me. not only to um, you know become a successful wholesale real estate investor, but Learning how to do it virtually, I learned a lot of, yeah, things, a lot from of things from you. So talk about, how, <laughs> you about how you got into that mindset and have been able to, and master, master, able to it, master it,
0: it. Uh, as well as have. Yeah, no, you know, I think the biggest thing is is really, like you said, is just getting in the mindset, really, you know, understanding that there's a lot of amazing technology. You know, Lo, as you know, I, I think you know this, I, you know, I still have an old school phone. I don't have Internet or anything on it. Um, I can barely text. It definitely does not take decent pictures, but I see a lot of people out here with amazing technology, amazing cell phones and iPods and iPad, all this stuff, and yet they can't figure out how to put deals together. So I feel like what I've done is, you know, in 2005 I was coined the godfather of, you know, virtual investing by one of my buddies. He always joked around about that, but I didn't do that on purpose. I didn't set out to be a virtual investor. No one, I didn't even know what that meant. What I wanted to do is I wanted to create a business around my lifestyle. Most people out here create a a lifestyle around their business. You know, Michael Gerber says it best, work on your business, not in your business. And I took that to heart through the e-myth. And I, you know, worked really hard to try to figure out how to, you know, streamline certain pieces. You know, I love, and as you do, Lo, we love what we do every day. That's why we do it. But at the end of the day, you got to figure out, you know, in real estate especially, it is, a you know, everyone's like virtual, 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 but in investing, there has to be humanization in the business. You know, it's not like I tell people, hey, we buy properties, I'm traveling, I'm, you know, right now I'm in Palm Beach, we're doing deals in Ohio and PA and all that stuff right now as we speak today. It's not like no one goes to the property. It's not like humans aren't involved in, like, inspections and closing attorneys and companies. But how, you know, what we've done is we've figured out a way – that people will actually work with you to help you grow your business. And, you know, everyone gets compensated as the deals get closed. So I don't know if I answered your question, but, like, I think, you know, really virtual is a mindset. I want to work when I want to. I don't want to work because I have to, right? So even though I'll I'll work 24 hours a day, I love what we do, but knowing that I'm not always the, um, the bottleneck, I think that's probably the biggest thing I fear the most is becoming a bottleneck in the business. I don't want to make the last decision on everything. I want to build the team, have the team help me grow, and, you know, find smart people to help me keep growing. Absolutely.
1: That's that's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me ask you, I know you do, you share with me, you're doing deals a month. Talk a little bit about what type of deals. Are you doing wholesale or are you doing subject to? Talk about some of the deals that you guys are doing.
0: Yeah, no, so like, I'll talk about, you know, Today, stuff we're doing right now today, I mean, today a deal closed. Um, we, we do a lot of direct mail, so we do a direct mail, 54-cent piece of postcard. Um, we drop mail. We get calls in. We have a voicemail that, you know, filters out those calls. I have a person that calls this person back, the seller. We see if they're motivated or not motivated, right? We tie up the deal, and usually it's going to be um, a wholesale deal. So typically, you know, again, in '05 I wrote that course called Reverse Real Estate, I've always done yes. my business kind of yes. backwards where we talk about you know go get buyers, build a buyers list first before you go find sellers. Cuz when you're broke, like I used to be, you you know you didn't I didn't I never understood when someone said, "Hey, if you find a great deal, money will always follow it." That's not necessarily true. It might be true now knowing what I know, but when you're broke, it kind of mentally it beats you up cuz you're kind of saying, "What strategy should I use? How should I do this? How should I do that?" So what I've done is I have buyers in mind. Of when I've talked to a seller, we know what kind of properties we're going to offer them today a deal a guy's in philly, the buyer, the property's in columbus ohio i 'm in Palm Beach um, that particular deal low we uh, bought for twenty six thousand dollars and we sold it for thirty seven it 's a wholesale deal. We tied it up under contract, and that deal you know within I think fourteen days it's an eleven thousand dollar profit with no risk at all um, that 's just a straight wholesale deal. But again, that's a wholesale turnkey deal, right? So there's a tenant in place, the tenant pays eight hundred a month um it's a you know this is a retail investor buyer, he owns a very successful business, he doesn't have time to find you know go through everything that you and I do as business owners in the investment world. He just buys the retail side, makes the cash flow he's happy with a good r o i return on investment, and then that's a deal. another one tomorrow we're closing low it's a fourplex. Uh, we bought it actually off the MLS. Um, a guy. It's in Pennsylvania, um, Pittsburgh area. Uh, again, I'm in Palm Beach. When we did that deal, I was actually in Asia, I think. But <clears throat> that deal went down. We got it for seventy six thousand. Uh, in you know, I'm looking at the HUD as we speak. We'll we'll gross off of that deal, um, one hundred twenty eight thousand one hundred seventy nine dollars and seventy nine cents. My take on it is uh, one o eight six twenty three sixty nine my partner brought the deal he gets nineteen thousand five fifty six ten. so i literally i've never been there will never go there don't even know where it's at um and you know it's a fourplex it's tenanted um, so and again these are that's a that's a retail deal low so we put it on we we handed it literally back to an agent and said sell it for 150 we actually got a contract price of 143 and we ended up taking that offer cuz it was a pretty simple offer and um, you know we're closing tomorrow, November sixth. So uh, that's you know, that's another one. But mostly, I, to answer your question in short, is we like to buy what our buyers want to buy, or we like to control yeah. either or. And you know we're going to figure out what the best and highest opportunity is in money. And I think it's a I think that's a big problem in the real estate investing business. Period is figuring out how to manage cash and cash flow because this business is very cash intense.
1: Absolutely. That's fantastic. And, I, you know, I, I want to go back to one of the things that you shared because this is pretty much how I teach um, uh, my mentees, my students, uh, uh, you know, that I have even right now. I teach them on how to find buyers first. And uh, that's something that I learned that I learned, yeah. When, you know, when you have a buyer, number one, you can ask them, you know, where are they? And you can market directly in those deals that they want to buy. But also, if mm-hmm. you don't have, an inventory, don't have any deals, you can co-host it. You can co-host it and work with other right. investors that have properties, that don't have money
0: month after month that way as well. So, you know, that, that's correct. Yeah, I mean, in essence, really, right, I'm kind of co wholesaling I know what my buyers want. I know what sellers are selling. And I'm just connecting – Really, all I'm doing is connecting the dots, right? I call it tool booth investing. We all know what a tool booth is when you're traveling. You know, I'm on one side getting the deed from a seller, and I'm handing the deed to a buyer, and they're paying me a fee to do so. So I know what both parties want. I'm just listening. I think that's what happens, right? A lot of people – and again, Lo, this is 100% correct, and I know you know this is true. The problem is most people are listening to their junk in their head. I don't have money, I don't have cash, I don't have capital, I don't have any properties to sell, I don't have any buyers, blah, blah, blah. Everything exists. You either have resources, such as cash and capital and credit and all that, and or you need to become resourcefulness. Use your resources. No technology exists for you to find these buyers, to find these sellers. And by the way, they don't just come up to you and say, hey, I want to buy property from you. You have to market to them. You have to become valuable to them. Call them, be, you know, make these phone calls and, and do what needs to happen, right?
1: Absolutely. And I guess you would also call it just old-fashioned work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just work. And it's, it's another thing that uh, you're very good at, Mark, you're able to cheat and, and share with the no-nonsense of, of it being just easy, even though it's not easy to it work right. to get deals. But um, in your um, teaching, style, teaching style, you make it appear very easy to do, easy to do. even though you are teaching the steps that you take action. Another, another thing that is, that I, that I can't remember, I, I can't remember quote who quoted this, but another quote that you share that, that you I share you a lot share is, you know, you don't have to get it right. You Just got to get it going. Because I think a lot right. of people that want to, you know, they want to do real estate, and like you said, they they mess up because they have all these thoughts in their head, and it just totally throws them. But because um, they make everything so complicated. So talk a little bit about your mindset of just taking action. You don't have to know everything,
0: but just do it. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if you stop learning, you're not you're not you're not doing anything. Um, I think my biggest thing, again, Lo, You know, we're both adults here, so you understand my teaching approach. A lot of people don't like it because it's real. I don't fluff around. I mean, if you ask 90% of the people in this business, they act like you can push a button and make a million dollars doing nothing. And you know, you can sometimes. You can send an email. I can get a buyer that wants to buy something. I mean, last week, we sold millions of dollars in real estate by sending emails, but... Back to the humanization, I worked hard to build that list. I worked hard to build that trust, rapport, relationship with that prospect through emails, through years, through months, just like you. You said you've been around four or five years with my list. We've met in person. You've introduced me to people. I've introduced you to people. Like, you know, becoming that person of value does not happen overnight. And you, I, I think people are really putting themselves in a bad position, spending all this money on push-button stuff, even though it does work some of it. But the truth is, like you said, good old-fashioned work. You'll never be able to replace it. Um, and, again, it's not work. Calling sellers, that's easy. Calling buyers, that's easy. It's really getting out of your own way and saying, what do I want? Most people are focused on the process, not the goal. And if you focus on the process, I'd have quit a long time ago. Um, but the truth is I'm not that smart. As you know, I barely graduated high school, never went to college. I just know if if someone comes to me and says, Mark, I have $100,000. I buy on the west side. I want a three-bed, two-bath, fenced in the backyard. turnkey, it's not hard to figure out. They want a three-bedroom, two-bath, fenced-in-backyard turnkey deal. So I go find that. Right. You know, I'm very focused. I think, I think if anything, I have blinders, right? And, and I think you'll find this a key component in most entrepreneurs. We're ADHD a lot all the way to Z, but when we figure out, like, we just see the bone, and we're going to it no matter what gets in our way. And the bone, in this case, would be a deal to make money on. So, you know, I'm very, you know, green on many pieces still today i'm still learning i'm still trying to figure out how to do it better easier quicker smoother more profitable etc that's what keeps me going but i think for you know for your your the people you coach because you've helped a lot of people as well is you know it's just like you said good old-fashioned hard work you'll never ever ever be able to replace that with anything absolutely absolutely
1: Talk a little bit about marketing. I know marketing mm. is mm. Marketing huge, and I think a lot of uh, other real estate investors, a lot of times when they're selling products or selling service, to teach people how to uh, you know, wholesale, whatever the case may be, they don't really become mm-hmm. marketing. But talk about how critical marketing is for real estate investing business.
0: Yeah, no. Again, at the end of the day, we're in the marketing business. We're not real estate investors yet. You're not an investor if you don't know how to market. <laughs> so, um, right. I, I think it's you know I think if you focus on anything, again, it all comes back to opportunity. If you're marketing and you always have buyers and you always have sellers, your job is only to figure out how to put the two together to make money. The money's there. The buyers are there. The sellers are there. Your job is to figure out how to put those two together. The way to put those two together and get them together is by marketing. You can have the best deals in the world, but if no one knows about them, they don't exist. Um, you can have, you know, a million dollars in cash, but if you're not letting people know that you're looking to buy and you're not searching or seeking, it doesn't matter. So I think if you don't market, you know, again I did a survey actually low to our list and you know to thousands of people, and we had, I think like 83% of people don't even spend a dollar, zero, in marketing. Zero dollars. Wow. So they're sitting here again, and I, I use this term. I use this kind of, you know, mental picture here with you as, as marketing. Picture a homeless guy. Don't in the middle of the desert. He's shaking a can as hard as he can. He could be the best guy in the world. He could have a lot of things in his head. He could be smart as can be. And at this point, he's homeless in his life, and he's shaking the can. There's nothing around. No one can see him. No one can hear him. Nothing. Zilch. Zero. And you picture the guy in New York City sitting on the side of a corner, shaking a cup, asking for money. Excuse me, sir, can you spare change? Can you spare change? Can you spare change? If you ask 100 people that, a certain percentage is going to say yes. And I don't care. You could ask anybody in the desert. There's no one in the desert. So you, it, no matter how hard you work, finding sellers, finding buyers, like if you're trying to do all this manual stuff in the desert, buy yourself. If you don't ask, you're not going to get. And marketing's constantly asking, direct mail, Autoresponders, email distribution, email um, pushes, voice broadcasting systems, all these pieces you know, are constantly asking for money. It's pretty simple. They say, Mark, I'm not making any money. My first question back to them, well, how many people have you asked today for money from? And then they look at yeah. you like you're stupid. Yeah. Homeless people figure it out. You have to ask to get. People don't just go around saying, hey, I have 100000 and I want to buy a property. Hey, you know that's la-la land if you think that goes on every day. It doesn't go <laughs> on at all. Your job is the market. And here, this is a good tip I wish I had learned a long time ago. Marketing isn't just marketing. You got Depending on what type of style of marketing you're doing, you need to wet their whistle. Don't try to sell them in your marketing. Try to get them to raise their hand. That's a huge component, such as a squeeze page low. A squeeze page is just getting them to raise their hand say they're interested in information. right? So if you had about right. two pages right. – an example, I'm just talking about internet marketing now, but if you have a page online that has a squeeze page, say, hey, give me your email address, and I'll give you a report on how to make money in real estate, and or you had a full page, you know, 17 pages long, saying, I buy real estate, I sell real estate, I want to sell you a deal, deal," you know, and you try to oversell them, you ultimately lose a large, large, large percentage. Get them to raise their hand, build trust, report relationship, and then sell them.
1: Absolutely, and you're so right. That works, and once I incorporated, once I incorporated the three pages, uh, autoresponder, this you know, relationship building, well, with mm-hmm. my list, yeah, it, it makes it so much easier, and you can make so much more um, by taking huh, that approach. Yeah. A couple of other questions before I let you go. Uh, you you talked about internet marketing. Uh, right. Share how internet marketing in right. real estate investing can. Also helps you, so he'll be more effective as a real estate
0: investor, and also makes make you, more make you more profitable. make you more profitable. Talk a little bit about internet marketing. and, so real, marketing real, marketing. and real estate So again, I, I paid a guy a lot of money back in 2005. I think in March of '05, um, of how to build a squeeze page. Just a simple name and email. Paid him tens of thousands of dollars to learn it. Um And in '05, back then, I mean, a squeeze page alone would cost you three to five grand to get built. I mean, it was a way different time and day than it is today. Um, right. But I right. paid him to do it, and uh, he showed me how to do it, and you know I understood the value. Again, it's just common sense. Ma- it, it was pretty much something like this. Mark, do you think it would be easier to sell property if you had one person or 1,000 people to talk to? Right, More people means more opportunity. Again, I'm right. not that smart, so I was right. like, that's pretty simple to understand. So at that point in my mind, I immediately said, I need to figure out how to put as many people into a funnel as possible. How do you do that? Get them to raise their hand on something that interests them. My interest is real estate investing. I want to attract real estate investors, so I'm going to offer seven secrets of in, seven insider secrets of investing, and then that's how it started. And um, late '05, uh, before I started traveling, I think September '05, I, I sent an email out. Lo, I'm a horrible speller, as you know. You're on my list. Terrible <laughs> grammar, but but the message is more important than that grammar. And I think. I really think with you know the phone systems, how they autofill for you, and then also Facebook if you go online there, a lot of people misspell words all the time now. So I think it's kind of getting a little bit more lax. I definitely don't get as many bad emails as I used to. But you know back to this point is I, I sent out an email. I said, hey, I'm going to do a call. This is back when telecalls were powerful, and they still are. But I'm going to do a teleconference, and I want to share with a property I have for sale. And this was my first virtual real estate deal. The property was in Akron. Um, the seller was in California. I was in Columbus, and I put this deal together via a phone and i didn 't make that much, maybe two or three grand somewhere around there. but that started the cycle, and I said, "You know if my list at that point I, it couldn 't have been fifteen hundred two thousand if that i don 't remember but now i mean it 's over you know hundreds of thousands of people at any time I can send an email and sell a property very quickly in um, sometimes minutes um, and i 'm talking of levels of properties we just sold one in ten minutes. Not even 10 minutes low uh, last week. The property was 1.3 million dollars. Uh, we sold it in minutes, oh. and uh, the, guy, the guy. I mean, it's a big deal. So um, our average profit, our average deals, 50 to 75 grand. But what's neat about that is, again, you know, people just seeing that. I think there's something to that in marketing low because Facebook, right? I can go in and see what you've been up to for years by just scanning your Facebook stuff. If yeah. someone wants to go online and type in your email address in their system and pull up all your past emails, they can see what you've been up to, and they can and again, well, you've been on my list for so long, you've seen me grow as a person, as an individual, as a business owner, um, you know, my relationships with different people, my properties. Like, it really gives you a visual um, image of kind of like, "Wow, this is pretty powerful, so it wants you to get involved more. Um, and to me, I, you know, internet marketing combined with real estate investing, if done right, again, it comes back to marketing, <laughs> but if done right, I think you could really set the world on fire in many ways.
1: Absolutely, and I'm a witness to that, uh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Before let's go, yes, everybody, make sure that you go and visit Mark's website, the uh, blog at MarkM-D-M.com. uh Again, at MarkHeadmanDM.com. If you want to get on his list, how communicate, uh, you know, with his his list, uh, he's great at it. And like I said, I've been on this for about four or five years. Um, There is an opportunity that you can opt in and you'll get to cover the seven fatal flaws that will guarantee you'll fail as a real estate investor. So he does have uh, some free information once you opt in that he will share with you. Uh, Also, Talk a little bit about Prop Frog. That's, that's something special that, uh, that the product that Mark has uh, that's going to allow me to be able to share
0: with you guys. At a discount. Talk a little bit about Prop Frog. Yeah, no. So what Prop Frog is? Again, everyone's heard of Zillow. Everyone's heard of uh, Postlets dot com and all that stuff. Those are obviously all trademark. I don't know if I have to say it, but they're all trademark. You know, companies and. What I wanted to do, again, I only, I'm always looking at the average person. How can we give everyone a fighting chance at making money, building a buyer's list? As a real estate investor, if you're not generating passive income and if you're not generating a buyer's list consistently with one simple effort, you're, you're overworking. So PropFall kind of comes with that. Low well, is really it, it's a flying flyer, it's kind of like a website for each property you have. And on that website, you can build your buyer's list, you can generate revenue, passive revenue, by you putting properties into this funnel. Um, and really, it's a very, very, very powerful tool. Plus, we distribute through a, um, a system, an API system, to many, many locations. So we're expediting your workload. Once you upload the property in there and once you push submit, I mean, we're deploying this out to tens of thousands of places uh, of visual view components that could allow you to get more buyers, make more passive income, get more exposure to your property, and the ultimate goal is to sell the property. But why not make revenue off the people who don't want to buy it today? Why not build your buyer's list off people that aren't ready today? And that's what Frog is all about in a nutshell. Absolutely,
1: yeah, it's it's a perfect um, and really really good product um, and needed for every real estate, uh, every, every real estate investor definitely should definitely should um, and that's going to be at the bottom uh, of the inter- one, So of ones. those that really want to go ahead and, and take action and pick it up and pick it up be available. Well, Mark, uh, man, again I want to thank you so much. for talking um, talk, talk with us to talk to my listeners and. I want you to have the last word, and I want you to talk to that irritated, pissed off, burnout, real estate investor. One of the real estate investors that pretty much is almost as within and wants to quit. Share something with them that you think would help them to be able to continue to move forward.
0: Okay. Before I do that, Lo, I want to say thank you for having me. And, you know, guys, again, everything Lo's got going on, you definitely should be following, obviously, if you're here. You know she's legit. She's the real deal. She's the she's got the 411 for sure. And not only that, she doesn't just talk about it; she's doing it. Um, that's important. So, Lo, thank you for being a part of this. I, you know, I'm glad I was able to help you in whatever way I have. And obviously, my goal is always to have continued success. And you know, with you and how we can keep moving forward um, in the future with like many thank things. You. So, I'm sure we'll always talk. But you know, real quick here, folks. First of all, if you're thinking about quitting, I would say quit. <laughs> If you're thinking about that, <laughs> quit. Um, and I'm saying that because in the real estate business, if you don't feel like wanting to quit every hour, you're probably not doing enough. Um, I don't want. You know, there's days I get sick of it, and there's days I want to throw in the towel. But there's really, I mean, look at the alternative. What's the alternative to keep doing something else for someone else, and or not living the life of your dreams or whatever? My goal in life, and when I, someone comes to me and says, "Mark, I want to quit," I'm, I'm saying I always tell them, "Good." I always tell my people, if you're not dry heaving, if you don't have the sweat, and you're not shaking trying to figure out how you're going to pay the bills tomorrow, you're probably not doing enough. And I'm talking at all levels. I don't care if you're brand new, have money in the bank, or don't have money in the bank. No, no, it's all, irre- it's all irrelevant. Because to push yourself, if you have 100000 in the bank and you're trying to buy a $100 million property, it's a pretty big push. As if you have 1000 in the bank trying to buy a $10,000 property. It's all the same. And I would say this, and this is a key component. Start giving back more quit being a taker. If you feel like you want to quit, even you know, like you're really on that verge of quitting, it's probably because you're trying to take from the system and not just give back. You know, don't go, you know, you got to give, meaning call these people, get out there and grind it, be, you know, be passionate, be hard. I mean, I'll call people and say, "Hey, look, you're not you're not backing out of this deal. Here's why." Like once you understand this business works, low and as we know it does, dollars of their we can help people's lives. There's opportunity that's so massive. If you quit, you've quit on many people and you're failing. And uh no one is a failure. That's why you're here. So I would say don't quit. <laughs> and if you want to quit, you'd probably already quit by now. You wouldn't even be here. Just suck it up and get with people. Get with Lowe. Work with her one on one. Get with someone that can help you, you know, and get you to the results that you desire. I think that's the biggest thing, well. Mark,
1: you there? I'm here. Okay, thank you so much. I'm sorry, I, I, something happened there, but um, those were profound, profound words, and I really appreciate, you, really sharing appreciate you
0: sharing
1: that, uh, guys. Everybody, thank you so much for listening, so to, this much for this listening to this episode. Go and visit Mark's blog, MarkEvansDM.com. Opt into his funnel. All right, check out Propraw. It's an excellent, excellent product that will enhance mm-hmm. your, your business um, and as always, thank you so much
0: and take action. Awesome. Thank you, Lowe. Talk to you guys. Thank you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.